Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Recruiting Animal here on April 8th, April 8th, 2020. I guess it's uh, week four of the COVID crisis. Jerry, is that right? Is it week four? Where's Jerry? Hold on. Let me open Jerry's line. Jerry, is it week four? It depends on uh, which country you're in. <laughs> okay. Anyway, here's and my Ray, point. Rayanne and her husband, Lawrence, are, are even a week ahead of us. They they okay, started good. early, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it depends. Okay, it they're, depends. They're orthodox. Okay. Uh, it reminds me, this is what I want to say, it reminds me of 2008 because back then during that recession, there were lots of people asking recruiters uh, to donate their time to people who lost their jobs, you know, help them with their resumes, give them job hunting uh, tips. And, you know, they made it sound like a, a moral obligation. So you felt that you're not really a good person if you weren't doing that but really all you're doing in that situation is helping one unemployed person take a job away from another unemployed person you don't even know which one is in greater need you know maybe your work your help is helping a single man with a a bank account beat out a single mom who's got kids and sick parents as well you don't know but the people who are preaching, you know, act as if uh, you're not helping uh, one needy person beat out another. They make it sound as if you're helping them beat the disease itself. But trust me, you're not. You're no doctor. You're not. Even the doctors can't help with that. So just get real, okay? And if you disagree with me, call in to Jerry Jerry. What show is this? The Recruiting Animal Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, and I want to thank my sponsors. I want to thank. Sir, did you want to say something? No. No. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Right, Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the race. Did you guys know that? Uh, that's just what I have to know at the beginning of the recruiting animal show. Bernie Sanders well, dropped out. Well, I could get a word in edgewise. I would sound off the alert. Okay, hey, everybody. There's your, uh, you know, local fetch. SorcererCassie.com, Let me do the ads, okay? Let me do the ads. Not ads, just the intros. I want to thank my sponsors. Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview recording technology, now with video as well as audio. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L dot com. I got it right, Jerry. Hire tool. The Good super work. Duper, super duper sourcing tool. And PCRecruiter.net, the Swiss Army knife 
of recruiting software. I'll come back to them later in the show. I want to uh, – is there any other big news? Kathy, is there any other big news that, that you have to tell us? Kathy, while you're on? Um, okay. No, no, just that – no. 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 Okay. No, no, no. no. I'm just here to listen and catch up on it, on everybody. That's all. Okay. No, 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 just no. Okay. The guest no. today is, uh, I think this is the third time on the show. It's, uh, mm. you know, I'm going to hear it. I didn't know, before I did the research for today's show, I didn't know he was so famous. Uh, David Patterson, or he likes to call himself David Stephen Patterson, he said, Rich, this is, Rich is the classic American muscle car in a world of hybrids. Uh, Duala Doherty called him the cold call killer. His real name is Rich Rosen, and I want to know, what's up with that? Cold call killer, what's that about, Rich? Why do they call you that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Dalton does, other than uh, I'm still an old-school phone guy. You know, I think I'm even into this, to this, today's crazy market. You got to be on the phone. You got to be making connections, and you got to be a little different than everyone else. Is just sending emails aimlessly. Yeah. So, okay. Phone you is still on, king. Yeah. You your phone. Phone is still the king. Does anybody want to disagree with them while we're? Well, he said that the phone is still the king. Okay. On Facebook, he said, "What do people do all day if they're not making calls?" <laughs> <laughs> he also said, "Serious producers." are not afraid to make cold calls. They don't send a lot of LinkedIn in-mails because they know so few get answered. How do you know that, Rich, that so few in-mails get answered? Look at the, the, the LinkedIn stats. I mean, they're for a period, they were, I mean, utterly useless. I think they've actually gotten a little bit better of late. But if I, if I run a program that does, uh, you know, LinkedIn messages, because I'll do them. But, I mean, I don't even pay for, for LinkedIn Recruiter. I just have the free version, and I have uh, SalesNav for – well, I had SalesNav. But I would run a program that would do, you know, LinkedIn messaging, and then I'd run programs doing email campaigns. The, the emails always got a far greater open rate in the response than the LinkedIn messages did. And, you know – and. To just, I mean, they're just over history. They just have never proven to be that strong. I think LinkedIn even had stats at one point they were, that they were trying to hide that they just the open rates were so low because people just get inundated. Uh-huh. I mean, I've got anybody I've got else? Hundreds. Go ahead. Hundreds of LinkedIn emails. Yeah, I just have hundreds, hundreds of LinkedIn emails that don't. Uh, it takes me forever to get to. It's just it's a third on the list of things. It's a waste. I, of time. I don't even. What, I don't know that your crap. I don't uh-huh. even know that crap either. I'm, I'm sick yeah. of it. Okay, Everyone's sick of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else, Kathy? This is your chance. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. You're eating lunch. Okay. Uh, you know, Rich, uh, you've uh, uh, antagonized some people as well. Some people, you know, they say they respect you, but they don't really. Uh, here's what one guy said on Facebook. He said, people who are salesmen to their souls have a difficult time grasping that there are people in the world who are driven by things other than money. I don't judge you, Rich, for what makes you tick. I mean no disrespect, but for me, making every decision based on a purely monetary outcome is a pretty empty existence. I guess I'm just a dirty hippie. That's why I don't do what you do anymore. Okay. Mm. 
I mean, good for them. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> I like to have nice things, and you know what? It is not an empty existence because it's not. I mean, it's not really true. And I think not everything is driven by money. At one point, it probably was, but. The end of the day is you can make a lot of money in this job. Why not do it? Work a little harder. You know, work smart. You know, you're not a social worker. I mean, this is a for-profit business. You know, you how many, vac- how many vacations do you take a year? How much how time off vacations? do you allow yourself? Yeah, uh, whatever my wife books. We probably take eight weeks off a year. You know. Okay. See, he's not he's not a workaholic animal. No, Actually, I mean, Gary. Take, after you, hold on, after he was on last time. I had someone write to me. Uh, I haven't. I, I can. He said, "Rich works like an animal from early morning till late at night." I just does, does every bone have to work like uh, like that to be successful? That's huh. not for me. He wasn't an extreme hippie like this last guy who spoke, but he said, "You know, Rich is, is not a human being." Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, as I say, when you told me that, I, I thought it was the, one of the funnier comments I've heard in a while because. I, I can tell you, I sit and I probably see my kids more than most people. I, you know, have, I play in a bunch of big poker games every month. Even, even play online now during this stupid uh, crisis. You know, probably watch more TV than, TV than anyone. And you just got to be productive. You work smart. You, I mean, you do research while you're watching TV, while you're hanging out, while you're doing stuff. Playing Xbox, you can, you know, for an hour or two here or there. I mean, you're... You just gotta. I mean, you work smart. I don't know. I, I don't understand what people do all day. Like, let's I, just, just let's just make it a bit specific. <laughs> you you get to work around six a.m. in the morning. Is that correct? No, I mean I'll get up at like six six thirty. I'll go go to the gym or whatever, and then I'll start work at you know whatever seven thirty eight o'clock. Okay, but but yeah, then a normal you, day. when you when you watch TV, you're working at the same time every night, right? A- absolutely. What are you doing? You're doing research. You're planning for tomorrow. I mean, if you sit and plan during your calling hours, then you've just wasted all that time. Why not plan during the non-calling hours? Okay, so sourcing, is that so uh, vapid or intellectually uh, empty that you can watch a TV show while you're doing your sourcing? I mean, if you know what you're looking for, absolutely. You know, you're looking for companies, you're looking for keywords, you're looking for, you know, stability or whatever the, the facets are of that particular search. But you certainly Anna, can do it. Animal, are you that. saying that you can't you can't have the TV on and, and get some ideas? I can't even I can't even finish this question. It's so stupid. I can't do two things at once, Jerry. <laughs> that is. <laughs> oh, oh man! Wow. Oh. Anybody else? Anybody okay. else want to get in on this? Anybody else who doesn't who doesn't source while they're watching TV? Okay. Anybody else? There's other people on the line who are recruiters. Am I the I, only I one? TV on. I have the TV on literally 24 hours a day. Okay, I but don't you have ADHD? About watching a movie or I, something, hunkered I, down on the I, couch I, with his family, getting into some, you know, yeah. apocalypse now or something, and making a list. He just got yeah. the TV on. Yeah, so, background noise. Why do I have to break this down for you, animal? I, <laughs> he just said he's spending time with his kids, okay? Sure. You know, we know what he, he means. 
Exactly. But that, okay. you know, you play, I'll play Xbox till whatever. I get frustrated or till, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock, whatever comes first, you know, <laughs> the frustration over the game or, or whatever. But, you know, my kids are teenagers. They don't care. You know, they want to do their thing anyway. Okay. So. okay. So, but this is how you responded to that other guy on Facebook. You said, yes, <laughs> I am in this for the money. Okay. And, but then you went mm-hmm. on, you say, you say there's a thousand easier jobs we could all do. Uh, but very few uh, in which you could make six- and seven-figure incomes working from your PJs, okay? He says mm-hmm. the, money, the money comes from working with good companies where there is mutual respect. Uh, st- take, take, pride in, take pride in your work and strive for 100% send-out-to-interview ratio. Stop sending junk resumes. That alone will separate you from the masses, okay? Final statement. Yeah. Finally, uh, a great agreement is meaningless when you're working with people who don't respect you or view you as the enemy. So we'll come back to that enemy part in a second. What about this 100% send out to interview ratio? Will you want to stand by mm-hmm. that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been to tell what you, do you mean? I, I, not, I mean, 99.9% of the resumes I send out are interviews. People get interviews. It's very rare I send a useless resume out to someone. Okay, we're not talking about useless, I mean, but. One where no, they I mean, disagree with you. Client. They say, Rich, uh, I don't think this yeah. person's for us. Never happens. Yeah. I, very rare. I would never say never, say never, but it's very rare that I send someone out that does not get an interview, send a resume out that doesn't get interviewed. Extremely how many rare. Interviews, how many interviews to, to hire uh, while we're at the ratios? I mean, normally with a normal company, you know, I'll send three, four resumes. Uh-huh. Okay. And Anybody else want to talk about that? Anybody else? Okay, you say okay. A great uh, agreement. Oh, uh, oh, you didn't even give you didn't even give time to answer. You said anybody else? Okay, and moving on. I, I don't want to be I don't want to just be a me too kind of uh, participant on this call, but I fully expect any candidate I send to my uh, yeah. company, I expect that they're going to be interviewed. I don't mm-hmm. expect that they're going to be hired, but they. Should interview everybody, or else I fully don't understand what I'm Absolutely. working on. And, mm-hmm. and it's these people that talk about how, you know, I've sent six or eight resumes, and you know, my company, my they won't call me back. And I'm like, why, why did you send number two? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, where was the go-ahead signal to send the next guy or gal? What what was? Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's it. I just it, I, mean, I don't I, even understand even, how you could do that. Well, I could say even in this market, I have a client that they've got multiple openings with, but they're, you know, they are interviewing, they are, they want to hire, but there's no feedback. So I'm like, listen, let me know when you guys are serious about moving forward. I've got enough jobs to work on that, you know, I can't spend time on things that you don't want to provide in- insight into. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it, it, it's it stinks to walk away from a from a job, especially in this market, but you got to work smart. If they're not giving you insight, they're not getting back to you. Why spend the time? There's two. There's two issues there. Okay. There's one. Uh, Jerry made it sound like no recruiter ever sends out. You know. Well, yeah. He said. He said there there are recruiters. This question. No recruiters. There are recruiters who. Okay. There are recruiters sending out resumes that get rejected, and then they send out another without asking what went no, wrong. Stop, That's what Jerry. Stop. Stop. That's not what I said. What did you say? They're sending out resumes that we don't know if they're rejected or not. 
do you see the difference, Animal? See, the key would no. be feedback. Yeah. Okay. Feedback is critical. Why would you send everything. the second resume? You don't know if the first one was rejected or what. The way okay. you twist my I words see. around makes me think <laughs> yeah. that uh-huh. you don't ever make a placement. You're, you're in a different country, Jerry. I, I, maybe I just don't understand how it works down there. Okay. Okay. Okay, but Rich – Rich, do you write it into your fee agreement, which you said is, is you know, ne- not necessarily worth anything? Do you write it in that they have to get back to you within a certain amount of time, or you're going to dump them? Do you warn them? I don't. It's not. It's not in my agreement, but I have it in my engaged agreements. If they don't get back to me within, I think, 72 hours or whatever, that it, you know, counts as because I, I, I have a couple of different agreements, but one of which is an engaged search where, you know, listen, we'll, we'll guarantee we'll send X amount of candidates. And if they don't get back to me, the the engagement fee is forfeited, and that you know person is going to be counted as one of the people we said we send. Okay, so by engagement fee, you mean like a retain you're you're in a retained search in, in that, okay? And so you won't work yeah, on anything I mean, if, you, if they're not getting back to you in 72 hours. You won't proceed, but you'll keep the money. Is that what you're yep. saying? Yeah. Okay. And so, so you said, okay, finally, a great agreement is meaningless when you're working with people who don't respect you. You just gave an example. Uh, or view you as the enemy. What does that view you as the enemy mean? Why would they be working with you if they think you're their enemy? Because I think a lot of clients, they it depends. I deal with startups. A lot of these companies, are, you know, they want to save their money, but they also know they need to fill the role. So sometimes the hiring managers really don't want to use you, but they need to, and they'll – continue to search on their own. Oftentimes you have internal recruiters that are working on the search and just slow rolling your candidates for their own, you know, or they're just slow rolling. What does that mean? Slow rolling your candidates. What does that mean? They're pushing their, they're pushing their, theirs forward first, you know, and okay, they're, you mean, you're, you're sending them resumes, you're sending them resumes and they're mm-hmm. hiding them from the hiring manager. Is that what you mean with the view you as the enemy, the, your competition? Or, yeah, exactly. You're competing with the internal recruiter oftentimes, you know, so, you know, you need to have an internal recruiter that wants to partner with you, not, you know, fight you. You're on the same page. You're not, you know, I mean, generally if the recruiters, internal recruiter is working on the search as well and not just, you know, he's, you know, if he's not working on a different search, like working on a tech search instead of sales searches, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're, your candidate has to be far superior than what he's finding, I find. Yeah, I find that often. And even now, like I've got the search right now, these searches that are going on, the internal recruiters, you know, not getting feedback. You know, you call the hiring manager. They want to work through the internal recruiter. Well, I mean, you just come to a grinding halt. Okay, so so you don't ascertain before you take on the search and start working a search, you don't guarantee that the internal recruiter is not working on it. You'll work a search when the inside people are sort of uh, competing with you. That's fine with you. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, I, I always find out who's working on the search. Sometimes, How? you know, and, How? and I, How? I, I How? ask the question. <laughs> what do you I say? ask a very what difficult question. Who's, who else is working on the search? Are you working on the search? Where are you in the search? Where are the candidates in the pipeline in the search? Where, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, go, th- go through it all. It's, it's, you know, is anyone, have you talked to your, all your internal folks? Have you talked to your, your, all your personal referrals? Has the hiring manager talked to the referrals? Then I talked to the hiring manager, asked them the same questions too. <laughs> I, man, I, animal, would you somehow do us all a favor? 
please record your conversation with a hiring company <laughs> at, at any point in the process. I don't care if it's the start, <laughs> probably not at the end, because I don't know if you ever get that far. But some of those first conversations, I would love to hear your approach. You act as if it's impossible or illegal to ask a company what's going on and where you fit in and how it's all going to go down and what they want you to do. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm in questions. like the twilight zone every Wednesday at noon, the recruiting <laughs> twilight zone. That's what this show's new name is going to be. Well, that's not bad. Jo- I don't mind it. Join us gotta- for an, out, an extra galactical experience in the recruiting uh, arts. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, so, listen, I have to ascertain or do you clarify what exactly he's doing here. Will he take on a okay. – what does he mean when he calls him an enemy? Okay, it's when the internal recruiter uh, wants to look good, so she doesn't want you to make the placement. I don't know why she'll engage with you in the first place. And uh, he, he, you know, didn't guarantee to tell us that, you know – uh, he will whether he'll take a search on when uh, there's somebody else working on it. Uh, you know, I had to I had to clarify that, and so I'll go back to that, Rich. So you will work a search when they've got other recruiters working on it internally and externally. Is that correct? Because there are people it, 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 who won't work a search if they've got competition. <laughs> All depends but, but on it, the search. Let me. Can I just say one thing because I'm. This For some reason, these questions are just bugging me today. My guess is if Rich has nothing else going on, he might try to make something happen in a situation like that. If he's got four or five other things going on that are hot and pressing, he might poke around at it a little bit. He might have a candidate that's already got some momentum on his desk. He might do a sample tester uh, candidate Mm. introduction just to see what they do. He might mm-hmm. decide that since he's going down to uh, Grand Cayman for two weeks, he wants to just stick some resumes in the in the stream and see what happens while he's out of town. It could be mm-hmm. anything. Gosh, animal. all very true. <laughs> all very Rich. true. Yeah, it all depends, Rich. man. It all depends on the situation. You know. So, no, no. Here's what you say. You hold on. Hold on. You here's what you say. I'm going to quote you again. You work on the roles you can fill, not every role with every company, because they will sign a weak agreement, right, or one with 10 other recruiters working on it. Most Mm -hmm. roles, this is what you say, most roles are not worth working on. When you wrote that, you said, I personally have passed on over 60 searches this year. 60. That's unbelievable. That was last year. Probably over 70 last year. But last year was probably over 70. Okay, so the thing is, yeah. let me ask again. If they've got other external recruiters working on it, will you accept the search? Will you work on the search? Yes, yes or no? It, it, it absolutely depends on the situation. If it's just me and one other person and I know the other person, I'd probably do it because it's a fun competition. If it's me and 15 of my closest friends, then no. You know, uh, if it's – you know, it, it – it, it, and it all depends on the situation. What's the contract? Is okay. the contract okay. a good contract? Let me contract? give you an example. Let me give you – maybe I'm going on this too long. Oh, sorry. But if, <laughs> if the, the, you say, do you have any other external recruiters working on this, agencies? And they say, yeah, we had have, we have someone working on it already. I sent us 10 resumes. Uh, didn't didn't work out. Or sent us it's three people. You know, we weren't pleased. He's still, he's still working on it, but we haven't got anybody on the go. Will you take it at that point? 
Uh, again, it, it, it's just too many factors. It all depends. I mean, who, you know, like what's the hiring manager relationship? Like what's the real search? What's the needs? Why did they pass on these guys? You know, are, you know, if, if, if they've got 10 recruiters who are already working on it and those guys are probably have already passed on this thing, they stopped working on it. You know, depends how long it depends okay, what's going so you're on not gonna say you're not you're not one of these guys I just want to wrap it up here. You're not one of these guys who says, Okay, give me your, your hardest search that no one else can fill. They've beat the bushes, uh, they've searched the world. I'm gonna I'm gonna fill that position. You're not that guy, right? Uh, usually not, but it depends uh, on the company. You know, if it's a company I think is really hot Brody, and I really want to get into. Mm-hmm. Jerry's Brody, what's wrong with that? Who who does that? God, I this Jeez. Don't this tell me, Jerry, me. you this haven't seen an article. Don't tell, don't tell me you this, haven't this seen is, an article where they say you want to do business uh, development, call up companies and say, give me your hardest search. Yeah, it's, an, it's an original like MRI. It's an original like manager recruiters like line. Yeah. You, you know, from like the 80s and 90s. Ch- chances are uh, the, the hardest search that they've got is, is the one that I could fill the easiest. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean – you get some weird combination of skills and stuff like that, no problem. Okay, first yeah. you're going to talk them out of that out of that ridiculous combination of skills. That's probably what you do first, okay? And say, I'll take no, it I'm on. No, I'm not. I, I understand that your MO is to argue with everybody, <laughs> but you don't argue with a company about what they want to hire. Do you, Animal? Do you personally? Yeah, yeah. that's okay. also standard. God. These guys are stupid. Sure they is. don't know what's in the market, <laughs> and you right. have to bring them down to earth before you're going to start right. doing a search working with them, okay? Sure they, you they, do. Get out of your ivory tower, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Sure you do. Rich agrees no, with don't. me on this. He agrees <laughs> with me. Rich, am I right? Am I right? You agree with me, not Jerry. <laughs> I I wouldn't talk. Well, it 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 is it, again. There's a fine line. Hey, Rich, you're not allowed agree. to say it depends. <laughs> you're not allowed to say There's... you judge the situation. You're not allowed to say I'll see <laughs> how be, it goes. That would be crazy <laughs> to say. Yeah, that'd be crazy. The nerve of you. <laughs> you know what? When you say it depends. When you say it depends, it's the same as saying I don't know. Okay, I don't have an answer no, for it, you. That's okay? completely different. <laughs> that statement proves that you shouldn't even be on this call, animal. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do an ad. I'm gonna do an ad and move on. Oh, it might be one of your ones. A PC recruiter, PCRecruiter.net. Man, that is recruiting software. It depends. Means for- I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're killing me! Oh, the comedy club recruiting oh, hour. PCRecruiter.net. Oh. It's good for every kind of recruiting. It's good for contract recruiting, direct employment. Uh, you name it, everything. You know why? Because it's very customizable software. They don't impose any kind of system on you. You impose it on the software. And if you don't know how to configure your own software, if that word configure just scares you, don't worry. they got lots of people in there willing to walk you through it with a smile. Because if you're a recruiter, they love you. It doesn't matter if you're a small kitchen table recruiter working out of your mom's basement or if you're on a big team in a big company. You get service. Check them out, pcrecruiter.net. Okay, 
let me see. Top producers work less jobs. Okay. Top producers work less wrecks because they work smarter than Joe average recruiter because they're not afraid to tell a client, no, your fee is a joke. Your process is a mess. Jerry, he said that. Okay. He wrote it down. Don't tell me I'm a a, a tough, uh, cantankerous person when he wrote that. Have you ever actually said that, Rich, to somebody? Your fee's a joke. Your process is a mess. Have I ever said that to someone? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I have. I mean, because but you say some with a are. smile. Is that it? I, okay. I Welcome. say that laughingly. Absolutely. I'm like that. You got to be absolutely out of your mind, and you wouldn't want to work with anyone that ever, ever signed that agreement. And that search is completely insane and impossible. You know, when they want to pay, you know, fifty grand for a guy that generally costs one hundred and fifty grand. Absolutely. Okay, and I'm, say, I'm fine. Hey. I feel I'm very consultative to my clients. I'm like, I give them the real story, the real world advice, and some love it, some hate it. What can I do? And then, <laughs> and then you kiss. How do you kiss them off when you say, "I'm sorry, I can't." You know, in those terms, I can't work this search. How do you say that? Yeah, I just said, listen, like, you know, good luck with the search. If you, when you guys get stuck, let's talk in a few weeks, and you know, we can really help you out. But at this point, it's just not going to make sense. For me, you, you say. Know? For me, it's it's not going to make any sense. Okay. For yeah. anyone. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, if you want to go cheap, go cheap. I mean, that's great. You know, but you, what are you going to get? I mean, why put someone? I tell them why put some, why hire someone that you know is not going to work out, or it's just a complete prayer. You know, you, 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 that whole champagne taste, you know, whatever is, you know, you know, Budweiser budget kind of thing is not a great recipe for success for these companies. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, as so, you say, as someone who has placed senior salespeople for over two decades, the best salespeople are generally the most honest and direct. They don't BS people into buying the product, Okay. Uh, good ethical salespeople find pain and try to solve it or build the relationship for when they can solve a pain point at the future. So what you're doing here when you turn someone down is you've, uh, you're building, still building a relationship for the future. Is that what you're saying? So, you know, I, you're going to be friendly even if they're stupid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to tell someone they're stupid. I mean, I just think, I mean, I will tell them that their process is a complete joke. I mean, I may say it in nicer terms than that, but, you know, I mean, listen, this whole business is a long-term play. It's not just a momentary situation. So, I mean, th- there are some companies where we just, you know, I'm just like, I mean, we're so far off that we'll never work together. Or you can, they just despise using recruiters, and sometimes they just feel like they're stuck and they have to, but they don't want to pay for it. They want, you know, okay. you and can I were you, talking, can you tell us, can you tell us, actually, we're talking in generality, something I don't usually mm-hmm. like here. Can you, can you tell us a time where you told someone his or her process is a, um, I mean, I, I just did it in December. It was when I remember, I mean, it was a software company in Florida. They wanted to pay people like $75,000, but that, that exact type of rep would have been, you know, on the low end, 140, 130, you know, at the very low end. That's not process. It's, I, you said process. What is process? Because that's process. Part, well, part of your process is building out your plan and your strategy and your compensation is part of your process. Their, their process of hiring low-end people and then not wanting to pay a real fee for it is a joke. But if you want, as far as like I had a client today or last week, 
you know, their process, because with this whole COVID thing, they had, you know, multiple interviews. I mean, it's 10 one-hour interviews, you know, for an executive role. And I was like, that's crazy. You know, I mean, people, these guys are working. They're busy. They don't have 10 separate hours. We've got to limit, eliminate some of the people. Um, I mean, this happens to be a good company. And, you know, we ended up reducing the number of interviews, you know, and then, you know, got great, more granular on what people were looking for during those calls. Well, hold on, Jerry. So are you all... heavy breathing for some special reason, or is that somebody else? Am I falsely accusing my good friend Jerry? Uh, if Someone's I'm not, I, I should be, but more, more just as uh, with, with you, animal. Than, <laughs> no, no, than Jerry. Rich. Okay, I, I, this guy uh, you, he's, he's you dodging. Put... He's dodging. I said, I said process. So he goes talks about <laughs> salary. It's now just, he's talking about you. process. No, not that. That is part. Of, it's all part of the thing. It you. It, can't picture any discussion ending without one of the people telling the other person to screw off and go to hell. You, <laughs> your, 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 your mode is everything has to be proven right or wrong, and you okay, got to tell somebody their stuff is a joke or stupid or they're wrong or they're dummies. <laughs> I don't see how you are in this business. Jerry, you must be listening to a different interview. I'm talking to a guy who just told 70 people he won't work with them, okay? <laughs> he told 70 people he won't have just Dude, I understand that. But it's the way that it's done that seems to blow your mind. Yes, yeah, I, I, I want to know. I want to know exactly how he does it then. When did they tell you that it's a 10-interview process, and and you say, at what point do you say, no way, I'm going to work with you if we're doing it that way? It's absolutely a mess, a crazy, it's ridiculous. Because you walk away from these deals when, you know, you're going through the process of, hey, what's, you're, you're doing your discovery call. You know, what's the process? What's the hiring process? How many is interviewing? Who's interviewing? You know, what's the compensation? You know, and then where are they in the process? And then you get down to the fees and everything else and the agreements, and these agreements end up being jokes. Bad agreements tend to be bad clients. Go figure. <laughs> you know, no, but so when, when you did you find out bad clients. Okay, in the process, During that when discovery did you find call. When do, you know, it's bad, it's bad radio when I have to wrestle with you. When did you find out <laughs> that it's a 10-hour process? And what it, were your first words? What did you say? Okay? Is that, there a point that, in the like, – Yeah, with that particular client, it was deeper into the process. It's an executive-level search. It was deeper into the process. It's a young company still trying to get – still trying, figuring out some of their process, quite frankly. What did you but say? What did you say word for word? I want to know. You say you've word got the magic word. touch I that I don't have. Word for word was – listen, 10 interviews in this market for on a video call is hey, Can is someone stop building uh, their dollhouse or something on the, on the <laughs> show, please? <laughs> Go ahead. So, listen, ten, ten interviews, ten, ten one-hour interviews is too much. You know, they were trying to convert their no, no. What words did video. you say? That's How did you tell them? God, <laughs> ten interviews for one-hour video calls is too much. And <laughs> Those are my what did exact they say? words. What they did they said, say? They said we need these people to talk to them. I'm like, why? You know, why does this person need to talk to him? You know, let's get let's get everyone else on the phone that needs to talk to him. That's truly important. All the other executives, 
which is about five of them, have those have the conversation. If they like them, great. Then we can just do a, a two-on-one video call or something, or we can combine other calls. But not, a lot of these people didn't need to be on the call. You know, 60 people, you know, it's just a 60-, 70-person company. You don't need 10 people on the, the interview. Okay. And if, if, if the hiring manager or CEO, whoever you were dealing with, would say, Rich, this is our process. I'm sticking to it. Would you have kissed him off? Said, well, you know, good luck. Yeah, I got it. It's a huge thing. Absolutely not. It's a very fillable role. It's a great company. So, I mean, I just give my guidance, and, you know, it doesn't mean they have to listen to me. Okay. You know what, but, though? Yeah, when it, you got 10 interviews, it's going to be hard to keep your candidate in, engaged in that hard. process. And so, they I mean, their I see that, I see that as a walk away. I see that as a walk away, okay? That's that'd be crazy. It's a client I've made 50 placements with over the years. Okay. It's a client and you just that, found yeah. and you just found out that they need 10 people, that 10 <laughs> hour interviews? It's a new company. <laughs> it's a new it's not, he's, he's changed companies over the years. This is a new okay. product, new company, new organization. Jerry, you got a question for him? Jerry, has, any, has anybody got a question for, for Rich? Uh, I seem to be no. uh, fighting with him all the time. Okay? <laughs> well, ma- imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, Animal, you're, you're looking for Rich to explain the point in the call where he throws his hands up in the air and yells at the guy, well, then screw you, I'm out of here. That's what you look <laughs> yeah. for. And every call, and it, Rich is obviously going to – Try to make something happen here. He offered his input, and my guess is once you get a good candidate in the pipeline, they can squeeze that 10 down to four inches. They can do some things. You don't just do it, man. I, I guess we yeah, just have a, my intuition. My intuition. <laughs> my intuition Your intuition. There. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah. If they want 10 interviews, that's a bad that's a real bad sign. That's a real red flag. Well, but it, yeah. it depends on the role. It's not going to happen. It depends on the role. This is a senior role, and it's a you know extraordinarily well-funded company with a ridiculous amount of money. You know, it's an, it, they can't afford to get it wrong, so it's they try to over-interview. It happens. Is Kathy Sometimes still there? Kathy, you know? Know, can you make the deciding call on this? Who's right and who's wrong? Sorcerer <laughs> you, Kathy, you're, you you with us? No? Okay, I'm going to do another ad. Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. It's the online interview <laughs> recording technology. It, it, it can be audio. It can be video. Uh, you can edit it as you do the interview. When you come to the key question, you press a button. The little clip starts recording. And then when you finish that discussion, you press another button. That emerges as a separate clip that you can pass on to the hiring manager and all these other 10 people. And maybe once they see or hear the candidate in her own words discussing her ideas, they'll say, you know what, Rich, we don't have to have those other nine hours. This is enough. This is fantastic. Uh, It's a miracle. I don't have to see them. But you wouldn't have gotten that far. (laughs) You wouldn't have gotten that far. You already told them to – Oh, can I use that word on here? F O. off. Or <laughs> you are, yeah, you already told him that. So no, no need for hone it because you don't have any clients. <laughs> well, maybe that's me. 
but it's not you. Yeah. It's not someone who's as smart as you. Also, Hone It delivers uh, a transcript, the searchable. Uh, it, it's just uh, very good. And who was on? Mike Batman Cohn raved about it, okay? Everybody loves Mike the Batman. He's starting his own podcast, like everybody else. And uh, he loves he, he loves it, okay? So Hone It, H-O-N-E-I-T. Check them out. Okay. Uh, you know, you've engaged, Rich, in some big battles uh, about corporate versus agency recruiters. You're not afraid to wade into that one, okay? And mm-hmm. you say, here's what you say, taking a risk, going off on your own, takes guts, confidence, and hard work. Being poor doesn't stop you from taking that risk and starting your own recruiting business. Well, what does that mean, being poor doesn't stop you? Uh, I, I forget the whole context of that that argument, but you'll, you'll, you know, there's plenty of you know people that that don't have a lot of money that take the risk. I mean, recruiting is a cheap business to start up, unfortunately, or fortunately, you know. I mean, so you, you, it's, if you've got the energy and the drive, you, you do it. You know, I mean, a lot of people like look at Ben's group. We were talking about him earlier. You know, a lot of those guys aren't uh, they don't have the funds, but they're trying to give it a go. It just takes a couple of wins to, you know. Okay, here's what else you say. You say, if you're a good recruiter for a firm, like a good internal recruiter, you will be a good recruiter on your own, right? If you're good for an agency, yeah. I mean, and, oh, I mean, and, okay, I thought you meant if you're a good corporate recruiter, no, you're going to be a good. But, I mean, listen, there's different ends of the spectrum. I mean, if you're a good, if you're, there's good, I mean, there's good internal recruiters now, too. It's not like it was 20 years ago. I mean, there's, there's good internal recruiters now. I wish I ran across more of them <laughs> because they, they're great to partner with. The ones that actually want our help, they're phenomenal to work with. Even, you know, they don't see you as the enemy, as we were saying earlier. But the agency, good, you know, if you're a recruiter, if you're good for an agency, if you're good at, you know, working at MRI or whatever, they'll be good on your own. No one cares about the, the agency you're working for. You know? Okay. Steve Levy, Steve. I'm sorry, Steve Levy told you, switching from an agent, he told you personally, switching from an agency to internal isn't the simple one, two, three cakewalk many believe it to be. Agency, maybe it wasn't to you, okay? Agency side recruiting is heavily transactional. And while there's a ton of transactional on the corporate side, success means other elements creep in candidate experience, recruitment marketing, sourcing babysitting hiring managers, writing job descriptions that don't suck, conducting intake strategy sessions, and workforce planning. And Rich said, aside from the workforce planning, a good agency recruiter does all of the above. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes you do. You know, I mean, there's – listen, I mean, Steve's great. I mean, there's – the 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 I I see the bigger problem is that you know most recruiters in general, you know, aren't really that with it. Most of them are just flipping resumes. Can and, someone who's making you know, noise? They, hold on, just one sec. Can someone who's yeah. breathing in or making you know uh, deliberately making noise to screw up the show, please don't do that. Okay, go ahead, Rich. <laughs> it's not me. Yeah, it's not me. I know. <laughs> the, I know. Yeah, yeah, I think I I think that listen. I mean, there's you know good eight this. The problem with recruiting in general, I think most recruiters aren't that good, you know, inside or outside. The ones that want to actually do this as a career, see it as a big long-term play, you know, you'll partner with the people that want to partner with you, the internal recruiters that accept your help, 
and that you're not trying to take their job, you just want to make their life easier, it's great. I mean, those people are dynamite to, mar- to, to partner with. How but, can you tell? This is what I was trying to ask you before. How can you tell the, the internal recruiter you're speaking to is really your enemy or your friend? I think you – you know, it, some of it, you, sometimes it just comes out over the process. Like I've got a situation now where the guy started off great. You know, once we signed the contract, the whole thing changed. So you walk away. Okay. Or you just say, okay, you're, you're not getting any feedback. You're not getting feedback on your candidates because yeah. they're not sending them on. Is that is that like the sign? Yeah, I mean, some stuff like that. They don't give you feedback. They don't have they, – they want to suddenly control the process. They don't want you talking to a, a hiring manager. You know, they feel threatened by everything. Um you know, or they. I mean, See, when you say when you say, say they feel threatened, when, hold on. When you when you say they feel threatened <clears> by everything, that's so general and vague. It just doesn't. You know, it has that, to be. How is that general and vague? If they feel threatened, that you're going to make them look bad. They're going to make you're going to try and take their job, which is never the case. You just want to win. On a you want to help wait, everyone wait, look, wait, look wait, good. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. When they feel threatened, that's a psychological experience. It's internal. We can only understand <laughs> it, and, and when when it's mani- yeah. manifested in some form of when it's manifested in some form of behavior, okay? You and if you can't straight. define the behavior, someone's going to listen to this and say, well, that rich knows a lot. But when they try to figure out what it is exactly, you know, they'll oh, walk away with nothing, no, okay? No, no, wrong, I, I, wrong. People know, you, people know what he means. People, if you've ever people talked, that have been recruiting for a year or two. Recruiters, if that don't under, don't want to work with an external recruiter, you get it. You, if you've dealt with an internal recruiter that's helpful and wants to partner, they're phenomenal to work with. But the ones that want to fight you at every step of the way, they don't want to give you feedback. They don't want you talking to a hiring manager. They 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 just refuse to get back to you even once a week, let alone you know when you've got candidates in the mix. You know, what do you do? Do you insist on when you're dealing with an internal recruiter? Do you insist on being able to speak to the hiring manager? Yeah, at least at least a minimum of once, you know, just to get the lay of the land and understand what they're like. Okay, and if if if, if the recruiter if the recruiter says at the start, look, everything has to go through me. You you know, our policy is you don't get to speak to the hiring manager. Are you walking away? Uh, again, nothing's black and white in this business. You can't say 100% okay. you're going to walk away, but it depends okay. on the situation. I've walked away many, many, many times when they couldn't speak to the hiring manager at all. And other times, you know, I've worked with them and it's worked great. But it depends on the contract. It depends on the product. It depends on how easy I think the search really is. What are these people really like? But eventually I'll get to speak to the hiring manager anyway, is what I find, even if they say no. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Ask, no you, time you ask, for you know, you, once they trust you, you they they open up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes you kind of earn that. Mhm. Just through being a professional and showing uh, accident uh, jump, uh, you know. Yeah. 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 That's, you know, I, I, doesn't yeah, translate I, I'm, to I'm Canadian glad Jerry's here well. to hold to hold Rob, or Rich's, Rich's hand and agree with everything he says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I appreciate it, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> okay. This business really isn't that hard, animal. No, uh-huh. it's really not. Uh-huh. It's common okay. sense. It's all you just got to do okay. it. Hold yep. on a second. Rich told us that most recruiters aren't very good. That means it's hard. Okay, there you go. No, it's, I, well, it's about lazy. <laughs> it's about doing the job. That's why exactly. a guy's not very good. He's not very good at following up with a candidate that he should have. He's not. She's not very good at helping uh, 
an internal recruiter <clears throat> feel good enough about her to suggest a phone call with the manager. That's what. Yeah. It, uh, God damn it. Exactly. So and, and then prepping your candidate properly, prepping the client uh, properly, pre- you know, just holding everyone's hand through the process, staying organized, you know. Being I will. I will say though, I'm, I'm I'm done with the big candidate prep deal. My my uh, research no, you know showed what? me that that doesn't really <clears throat> do much, so I quit it, doing it. I, I just say you good know, luck. I don't do a huge prep, but I give them the once over on what the client's about. You know, yeah. it's not, you know, I don't, I, I don't think it's gr- great to overly coach the candidates. So they, they're like, this is the question to ask to win this. This is the wording. Yeah. That I don't give them that much. Um, I those hate that. Just turn into, they, yeah. They, the clients don't like it. They don't start, the clients won't trust you if you do it, but you you give them a little bit of flavor, what the guy's like, you know, um, you know, I won't, but I don't even send them like the, the LinkedIn profile. I'm like, if they can't go look up the client's LinkedIn profile, quite frankly, they don't need the job, you know? Uh, it's just mm-hmm. there is some homework a candidate should have to do on their own. And once again, I know some recruiters Rich disagree with me. that too. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay, hold on a second now, you guys. Look, he this is what Rich said. He said I give them an idea of what the candidate uh, clients like. He did not give any example. That's so vague. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay, <laughs> oh who, who needs an example of that? <laughs> I do. Well, I mean, I do. All right, his personality. All right, all right. Animal, so you need his personality. What You know, is this guy, you know, is the guy, you know, is he a guy that just wants you to go in there and blur out your life story at the beginning of the interview? I'll give him that information. But it's more like you have to have your stories down. You have to be able to know you're set for, you know, tell me about a win. Tell me about a loss. What would you learn from the win and the loss? You know, real basic high-level stuff that these guys sometimes just don't think about because they don't interview. You know, know your, okay. like the sales guys, know your numbers. So you just said you said before that you don't tell them what questions to prepare for, but that's exactly what you do. Okay, well, you said I tell them what the person's like. Okay, you said I tell them what the person's. Let me just say you, you said I tell them what the person's like. The example you gave is uh, he maybe he wants you to tell your whole life story at the beginning. How do you know that? I mean, I don't know. I'd never come up with that information. He wants you to blurt everything out. Okay, we'll just start talking. Because I asked the client on the on the prep call on the on the discovery call. How do you interview? What's your interview like? How do you discover bullshitters? How do you, you know, <laughs> you know, this is even when I talk to VPs during like this time frame when everyone's looking. You know, I talk to VPs. I find out how they interview. So, you know what? When they are clients, I go back to my notes and say, oh, this is how they interview, <laughs> you know? So I know yeah, uh, at least some flavor of what they're looking for. I, I was just going to ask, uh, Animal, have you ever done more than one send-out with a manager in your life? <laughs> have you ever, after the send-out, asked your manager, hey, how'd it go? What did you like? What didn't you like? Have you ever done that? And learned anything? So what, you're, what you're saying, Jerry, is you don't know how the person interviews until the first uh, candidate strikes out and you get some feedback after that. Is that, is that it's, it's something you can't get. It, he but said he'd get to the, it, the intake again, session. Again, it depends. Mm-hmm. So, some managers I've never – oh, man. <laughs> no, no, really. You know what? Imagine there's a new recruiter just, listening to this. And, 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 you know, Rich, I hope not. finally, after I, I bug him, wait a second, after I bug <laughs> him for five minutes, he lets it slip out. Oh, yeah, I ask him, how do you know someone's bullshitting, okay? Uh, but that wasn't so the question obvious, you asked. He's, he's, he's obviously he obvious, listen to He doesn't ask that to every manager. I mean, it's just, each situation is like 
<sighs> no, Jerry. Jerry, Rich obviously has a list of questions that he runs through every time, but he's not delivering them here so that the audience can get it. That's exactly what I want. I want them to get specific words that the master, the oracle of Massachusetts, okay? I want them, everybody respects Rich. I don't want vague generalities from him. And you know what? In the past, he's delivered the goods, okay? And I want it. I'm asking some different questions this time. And I want that. But at first, I'm going to do an ad. I'm sorry I left it so long. I, I, something's wrong with me. I'll, I'll admit it, okay? H. Hey, guys, I got to go. Bye. Hey, in the middle of the day. Rich, take yeah. it easy, man. Take it easy, Don't let Mike. Animal worry you down. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's only got, ten, he's only got eight, minutes, eight minutes to worry, and one of that's going to be uh, for uh, – an ad. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. I can't believe I've left the uh, ad for so late in the game because I had to fight so much with Rich. Hire tool, okay? It, resourcing tool. Everybody on Facebook, whenever there is a conversation about uh, how, do you, uh, uh, how do you source people, uh, what contact, how do you get contact information, how do you get emails, blah, 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 everybody always talks about Hire tool. There's other tools as well, okay? But Hire tool is many people's favorites, and not just many people, but the favorite of many top recruiters, okay? I don't have to. I can I can name them. I, some of them I, I name: Michael Krause, Amy Miller. I mean, there's they talk about it all the time, okay? So go check them out at HireTool.com. Try their free Chrome extension. Experiment with the uh, contact information. They can give you higher tool, pcrecruiter.net, H-O-N-E-I-T.com, hone it. Don't forget those three companies. Rich, <clears throat> final question, I guess. Uh, no, you know, <laughs> if we spend the next five minutes, half of it saying, no, no, please be more specific, you know, and then we might get, okay. No time, no time for chit-chat. That sounds like a TV show, uh, okay? You say my initial calls are typically 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Okay. Yeah, my uh, and, calendar is set yeah. for 15 minutes. Okay, you say in this job you can build rapport quickly. What does that mean? I don't even know what relationships are. Uh, I don't know what rapport means. And what does it mean? So specifically, you you know, it's just having conversation. Like now it's easy. It's super easy right now. You're like, oh, how are you dealing with the, with, the, with the craziness? How are you enjoying home life? You know, are, you, you know, are the kids going crazy yet? And then everyone just gives you their, their story, and everyone's, quite frankly, already sick about talking about the virus. And you say, well, so what's going on? And, I mean, how were you affected? How were you impacted? You know, you haven't been? You know, it's a good time to have an option. <laughs> and then you just roll into the conversation of, you know, the rest of your, you know, you, you know what these guys are about. You know, it's, it's, hear about their energy, hear their passion, hear their drive, hear what gets them excited, what the right role looks like for them. Okay, if somebody you in know. this, you know what, I had, I had a bunch of questions for you to actually to start the interview off with uh, about the virus, but we just never got mm-hmm. to them. Uh, okay, but in this case, so someone says to you, uh, Rich, you know, with all this that's happening right now, I don't think it's a good time to, to, for me to make a move. Uh, are you going to come back and try to rebut that? It sounded like you just did it in what, in the, what you were told. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to push them hard, but I just say, I mean, it's, uh, listen, if you're happy where you are and you're co- you think your company's stable, like, that's great, but, you know, now's a great time to consider other options. I mean, you never need, you never know when you're going to need a plan B, especially in times like this. You know, and that's okay, well, uh, the extent of pushing them. 
Okay, a plan B is something that you're holding in your back pocket. You're encouraging, but this is different. You're encouraging the person nope. to go out right now and consider a new position, right? So what do you think? Just plan go check B. it out. And if, yeah, I mean, because chances are once you get someone interviewing, once they get that ball moving, man, they're, they're going to look. They're going to move. You know, if you get them started, if they're interviewing, <clears throat> chances are they're going to start listening to other opportunities too. You know, I forget what the stat was. I mean, Danny Cale had a stat at some point. I mean, once these people start interviewing, the, the average person leaves that True. job in X, X amount of months or whatever. You know, so sometimes it's better yeah, to be but, the second guy he interview, you interview with, you know. OK, but but the, the thing is, yeah, the person says, I'm not ready to move. OK, so you, your thing was good to have a plan B. What I'm saying that 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 statement you made, it doesn't make sense. Now, maybe it doesn't have to make sense because a plan B is something that you're not going to execute right away. You're going to wait to see what happens. If things go wrong, then you take on your plan, plan B. Well, what you want them a to plan do B, it's is a, it's a bad, it, but it, it all has the same, it all has the same effect. It plan B, a second, a, 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 you know, maybe a potentially stronger career option, you know, whatever, have something in your back pocket. So if, you know, the shit hits the fan, pardon the French hit tomorrow, <laughs> then you, you have an option. Otherwise, right now, you could walk into work to, on Friday. They may just say, hey, we're cutting your team. We're cutting you. We're cutting half the company. And then what? Now you're flat-footed. You've got nothing to do. So you're telling the person, look, it's never right to assume that everything is going to stay the same, especially at this time of crisis and uncertainty. Okay? Yeah. This is an especial time when you should not say no to any opportunity. Go check it out. Is that what you're saying, yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so when you say yes and you say, look, just go check it out, are you telling the person, just go out and kick some tires? If you're not really excited about it, that's fine with me. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. I, are you, is, I, is I it, tell them, listen, here, I, I give the whole, I, I, you know, go through their whole history, make sure they're excited. By the time I, they're, they're interviewing, they're excited about the opportunity. You know, I mean, people aren't generally going to interview if they're really that happy at their job. You know, it's 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 a tall order. You know, unless there's something intriguing about it. So you really got to sell the opportunity. What you know, what makes this role good? What makes this company great? You know, where can they go? What can they earn? You know, what? How great is the manager? Because I mean, most people don't like their manager. So, great. Here's a better opportunity. Better money. Better manager. Proven process. Proven success. You know, magic quadrant leader. Whatever the terms may be that you need. <clears throat> you know, and then so you're, they, but, they talk and they don't. Okay, but you're always going to press back and say it's now it's it's never be satisfied. There's always uncertainty, especially at this time. And they're not after they say no, I'm not interested. They don't get offended when you try to rebut their objection, right? No, I mean not at all. I mean they'll most of them say that's a good point. I'm still not looking, but it's a good point, <laughs> you know. And then I'll, I may shoot them an email like a week later and said, hey, listen, I don't know if you gave it any further thought. And some have, and some start talking further. It's okay. all the follow-up. You know? Okay. How's that? Is there anything that, you know, I, I've got lots of more questions, but there's not enough time for them. Is there any final words that you'd like to uh, to mention? No, I think just, just people have to fight through this whole economy. There's plenty, you know, don't listen to the media. Right now it's just hospitality and retail that's getting crushed. The rest of the world is, is quite frankly okay. I mean, there's enough other business to go on, financial every business to what you're working on. And attack that. I mean, I, I, I've been getting, I've gotten, I think, what, seven call-in job orders in the last, since Thursday? Really? I mean, there's a lot of opportunity out there still, yeah, for big jobs. 
Okay, so in other so. words, uh, in, it's, it hasn't come to a standstill like many because there's a lot of recruiters being laid off, quite frankly. Yeah, Furloughed, I mean, the, the, the internal recruiters are getting laid off. You know, yeah. I mean, some agencies are too, obviously, but the internal recruiters get laid off. There's more opportunity for external recruiters because some of these companies still need to hire. There's a lot of cash-rich companies that are making strategic hires still, and that's what you want to find. You know, okay. I mean, you just so got to be cognizant if, of who you're calling into if you're marketing, you know. What do you mean by that? I mean, you don't want to call into the restaurant industry or hotel industry and say, hey, I've got this great, you know, front desk person right now. I mean, they, they may just laugh you off the phone. So you just okay. have to have a, you know, pay attention to what you're selling, who you're selling to. Okay. So if you see a company has laid off their recruiters, you see that as an opportunity, not a sign that they can't afford to do business with you. <clears throat> it depends on the industry. You know, okay. I mean, I've got one client, they're trying to hire four internal recruiters right now. Really? So, I mean, it, I mean, and I, I'm even working on an HR search and I never work HR searches, but I actually have an HR opening right now. Um, okay. oh. You know, there's, 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 there's a lot going on. You just have to use your head and think about what companies and what industries, how they're being affected and where you need to go and what can they really use today. You know, even these companies that are crying poor mouth that are losing tons of money because of the economy right now, they're still buying other things. There's still strategic things they need to buy. So there's money there for the right op- for the right reasons. You know, for the right, so for the, the, right opportunity. So the economy has not come to a standstill in the view of Rich Rosen. Is that right? Mm-mm. Stop watching CNN. The economy will look much better. <laughs> and know. on that happy note, Rich Rosen, thank you. <laughs> Again, please, and ask her a question. You got to do something with this thing, Let's man. Do it. It's dying do here. It. Come on. Please, please. Okay. Has everybody heard about the virtual Christmas Shut party? Up! January 21st. Shut if not, up! go to jerrytherecruiter.com. I will give you a chance if you ask me. Just don't butt in. I have not been able to talk for five minutes, okay? Forgive me. Yeah, you got some. He knew what he was in for, and sorry if you don't like the results. We're all big boys here. Big boys, big girls. We're yeah. all adults. Yeah, if you're going to get, you know, hurt feelings over something of any kind of constructive criticism, don't ask a person for their opinion. You don't want the truth.